Yo, today's QOD is work is the price we pay to travel the highway of success. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We are keeping our Take Action series going today with Mr. Zig Ziglar, who's going to remind you that there is no such thing as a free lunch. You are going to have to do some work. Whatever you get out is what you put in. You cannot have an aversion to work. Whatever you want, you're going to create it through your work. This ain't just law of attraction stuff where you just think about it and you feel about it and just automatically happens. No, you're going to have to do some work. Zig Ziglar coming up. Thank you. Many years ago, a wise old king called all of his wise men together and he said, I want you to go out and compile for me the wisdom of the ages. I want you to put it in bound book form so we can leave it to posterity. They went out and they worked a long time. They came back and they had 12 huge volumes. And the wise old king looked at it and he said, well, I'm confident that is the wisdom of the ages, but that's too lengthy, condense it. People won't read all of that. They came back this time with one huge volume. And again, the wise old king said, still too long, got to condense it. They came back with just a chapter, then a page then a paragraph, and finally with a sentence. The wise old king looked at the sentence and he said, now that's it, that is truly the wisdom of the ages. And as soon as all men everywhere learn this, we will have solved many of our problems. The sentence simply said, there ain't no free lunch. <laughs> now the wise old king literally hit the nail on the head. When men learn that if they want to occupy their places in the sun, they'll have to expect some blisters, then much will have been accomplished. Work is the price we pay to travel the highway of success. We can best guard against losing our shirts by keeping our sleeves rolled up. And many people believe success is dependent upon the glands. And, of course, they're right if we're talking about sweat glands. America was built by people who worked and pulled on the oars, not by those who rested on the oars. I'm going to be so bold as to suggest that if you'll stop your recording now and turn it back and listen to that again, you'll be well advised to do so. There's a tremendous amount of thinking behind that concept. Somebody once wrote that work is the foundation of all business, the source of all prosperity, and the parent of genius. Work can do more to advance youth than his own parents, be they ever so wealthy. It is represented in the humblest savings and has laid the foundation of every fortune. It is the salt that gives life its savor, but it must be loved before it can bestow its greatest blessings and achieve its greatest ends. When loved, work makes life sweet, purposeful, and fruitful. 
Since the beginning of time, we've all agreed there ain't no free lunch. People in government, education, religion, industry, doesn't make any difference. We've all agreed there ain't no free lunch. And then for some reason, we decide to legalize horse racing, dog racing, casinos, state lotteries, and no wonder then our kids are confused. One minute we're saying, you got to work, and the other we're saying, now let's gamble our way to prosperity. Well, a wise man observed that the success family has work as the father and integrity as the mother. Now, if you've been following me all the way through, you might long about now be saying, now, wait a minute, Ziegler, daggone, you're fast-talking, cotton-picking hides. You've been leading me all through these sessions, and you've told me that we've got to have a good, solid foundation, and I agree with that. you got to have goals, and you got to have a desire. I agree with all of those things. Now, are you telling me after I've done all of that that i got to work, too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying you got to do. The most beautiful philosophy in the world won't work if you won't. Education and motivation cover a lot of ground, but they won't cultivate any of it. That just happens to be a fact of life. And work started very early. You know, a lot of people don't realize it. But when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden, they weren't there to pick and eat the fruit. They were there to tend the garden. They were put there to work from the very beginning. So we're going to keep on talking about it. We need to start early. We expect our children to accomplish and then give them everything so there's no need to accomplish anything in life. There's an ancient Jewish proverb that says, if you don't teach a man a trade, you raise a thief. I believe there's some validity to that observation. William Bennett, the Secretary of Education in a New York Times article, made this observation. One of the unutterable truths of the education issue is that there is actually no correlation between funds expended on education and educational excellence. In other words, you got to do more than buy an education. Facts are facts. From 1960 to 1985, national expenditures on education have nearly tripled as SAT scores have plummeted. Some of the most expensive school systems in the country have shown themselves to be among the least effective. The nation's parochial systems are cheap by comparison with their public counterparts. But who can doubt that they are more effective, as has been demonstrated time and again? Listen to this. Education depends on motivation and the formation of good work habits. The most precise predictor of educational achievement is neither money nor class size, but the quality of homework assigned and completed. All of this was well established most recently in the Education Department's publication, What Works, Research About Teaching and Learning. That's what they've discovered. Now, don't misunderstand. I'm not here to take out after educators or our educational system. 
So I don't think we've got an educational problem. I think we've got a societal problem. But because that's part of society, we just need to understand that even after we've invested billions of dollars in schools, we're still going to have to work in order to separate the information from the book it's in and put it into the minds of the students. You teach a student early and we learn this lesson ourselves because this next sentence is profound. Now, as you know, I always tell people when I'm about to say something profound. And the reason I do is because I learned many years ago that an incredibly high percentage of my audiences do not recognize my profound statements as being profound <laughs> if I don't tell them in advance. And I just don't want anybody to miss this profound statement, but here it is. You never work for somebody else, never. Now, somebody else might write your check and might sign your check, but the truth is you work for yourself inasmuch as you're the one who will eventually determine what the amount they fill in that check is going to be. We need to learn that and we need to teach it. Every job is a self-portrait of the person who did it. Like the portrait painter who signs his name, we should autograph our work with excellence. When you do more than you're paid to do, you will eventually be paid more for what you do. That was Zig Ziglar. His website is Ziglar.com. You can catch today's talk in an audio program you can find on audible.com. It is called Goals, How to Set Them how to reach them. All right, my friend, you have a lovely day. I will see you tomorrow with the OG, Napoleon Hill. See you then. Peace.